Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. What's up, everybody? It's Commander 2019 time, and we are back to reveal another full deck from the Commander 2019 series. I am Jimmy Wong, your host of the Command Zone. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. Yes, we're going to be talking about the Naya Populate deck today. Rawr. Yes, very cool deck. Very powerful. Yeah, actually, very powerful. But if you want to get your hands on this deck or any of the other decks, you can pre-order them right now. We suggest you go on over to cardkingdom.com slash commandzone if you use that link that affiliate link when you order any of your pre-cons, or it doesn't have to be pre-cons, could be M20, mm -hmm. Modern Horizons, anything at all, you really are supporting this show, Game Nights, all of our content. And of course, a big thank you to Ultra Pro, who provides all of the awesome product that we used on Game Nights. And you know what? Every single time Commander 2019 comes out, or Commander every year, they have tons of playmats, deck boxes, sleeves to make your stuff look awesome. You can also get that over at Card Kingdom as well. Yeah, you're gonna wanna keep these cards safe put them in eclipse sleeves or whatnot. Look them cool. Yeah, so uh, also the final way to support all of our content is if you go to patreon.com slash command zone. In fact, we shout out one lucky patron every single episode. And this episode is dedicated to Daniel Scott Norris. Daniel. You have three names, just like me. You I rock. know, I was going to say. <laughs> in relation to Chuck? <laughs> you rock. I'm sure you get that said a lot. All right. The token slash populate deck, it's called Primal Genesis. And Genesis is a very apt term for this because this deck is making a lot of tokens and it's using the populate mechanic to copy those tokens and add them to the battlefield. Now, a lot of the cards in this deck are going to be previewed by other people in the Magic Arena. So we're going to be shouting out those people when those names come up. So, uh, when we know them. If we yeah. don't, we apologize. We'll do our best. Uh, we're also not going to talk a lot about the cards that were already mm -hmm. spoiled, previewed by the other content creators, especially the new cards, because you've already seen their content and seen those cards. We're talking about filling out the rest of the deck. What else is in there? Yeah. Um, we do want to talk really quickly about the sort of lead singer of the deck, the the legendary creature that's on the box. Because we're not singing in these episodes. So. Yeah, because <laughs> it will uh, inform a lot of why the other cards are in this deck. So this one, I'll let you read it, because I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, me neither. <laughs> Wait, it does have red in the title. <laughs> that's realized, true, that's yeah. true. It's all me, baby. Gired. Gired. Conclave Exile. Two, and then red, green, and white, so he's Naya. 
Legendary creature, human shaman, it's 2-5. When Gearhead Conclave Exile enters the battlefield, create a 4-4 green rhino creature token with trample. And whenever Gearhead attacks, populate. The token enters the battlefield tapped and attacking. And to populate, you create a token that's a copy of a creature token you control. Uh, actually, really interesting here. Normally, when it says populate, it doesn't have additional text that affects how that populate works. But in Garrett's case, the token enters the battlefield tapped and attacking. So when he attacks, he creates a token copy of something else that's on the battlefield. Maybe and, a rhino. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he comes in with the thing that you could copy, which is a rhino. Uh, but he could copy anything else. And populate's an interesting mechanic because it is token based, but rather than going really, really wide with like a million tokens, mm-hmm. you're usually creating lesser number, still a lot, but a lesser number of bigger tokens, right? Yeah. They're not one ones generally. So that's something to keep in mind uh, as we continue to go through the deck list here. And very importantly, populate requires you to have a token on the battlefield. So that is sort of the balance of the deck that we'll talk about later, which is if you draw the wrong half, just populate cards, you might be in for a bit of trouble. Yeah, if you don't have a token already, populate does nothing. Yeah. All right, so there are 17 new cards in the deck, 87 reprints, but 19 of those cards are basic lands. That leaves us with 68 reprints in the deck. But there's some spicy ones in this one, actually. Yeah, now it's time for... Stats. Yeah, so we go through the stats of the deck. Now, we've noticed this trend already with the other two decks that we previewed this week. They're built really well. Yeah. Um, and in this case, this deck doesn't shy from that. It's got eight ramp cards. Two of them are lands, like Myriad Landscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight versions of card draw. In that's, Naya, that's really good. That's really good. I mean, 10 and 10 is what we usually uh, mm-hmm. suggest, so we're very close to those numbers. Yeah. Board wipes, though, a little bit lacking. We're on two here, which is surprising given that it's white, and white usually is known for having the most creature board wipes. I would say, though, that because it's a token deck and it's going to want to have a big board presence, ah. you're less likely to want to board wipe. So still, sure. I would usually want a couple more board wipes, but it makes sense. But targeted removal up in the eight realm. Um, We've seen this across the board for all the decks so far that yeah, there's a like lot plus. of interaction, a lot of targeted removal in them. I think they're trying to push that, and I'm sure when they play tested these that they saw that, hmm, you've got a giant rhino token that have no way to get rid of it, and this deck gets out of control. Everyone's in for a bad time. Yeah, it's actually not fun games if nobody's able to sort of interact with their opponent's board at all, and yeah. so they've, they've clearly upped that number, yeah. Uh, but very importantly, the two main categories of this deck that really make it function are the cards that create tokens and cards that can populate or take advantage of those existing tokens. So we have 24 cards that create tokens and 14 other cards, and there's a couple of crossovers here that can populate or take advantage of those existing tokens. That's a ton. 24 token creators. That actually, right in line with what we've seen somewhere in the 20 to 25 range of the main themes of the mm-hmm. deck. So that many morph cards or that many sort of flashbacky right. cards, and now that many token cards and that's what we found when we did our commander deck building template when we examined all of our decks are you know the ones yeah. that function is somewhere in the 20 to 25 range when you've got a theme like a tribal theme or something is where you want to be so wizards right on that number which i like yeah, maybe they've been listening to the podcast Who knows? <laughs> that or they're just good at doing this uh, making you know decks. their jobs yeah their job yeah what they're hired to do um so we're not going to go over every single card there's a lot in the deck as well but we're going to be talking about some of the prime reprints um and of course make sure you search the twitterverse magicverse for the other creators that are previewing cards this is the most exciting time of the year for us commander players um although we've had many exciting times this year with like yeah Modern this has been Horizons. a big year. yeah we've just gotten a lot of cards that have entered the format if you want to find the full deck list though it will be linked right. in the more info box below this video you can find uh you know Every card in the deck will have the new cards and the reprints. You can check that out. But, you know, keep watching because we're going to go over the highlights here. Yeah. The well, first one, this is something they've done for every deck. And I, th- this is the first year they've done this, right? There's a Planeswalker in every, in every deck. deck. Yeah, I don't know if they've there have been Planeswalkers in the past. I guess they've been the Commanders. The commanders but besides right. that, like, 
they haven't done like a commander reprint in it, or sorry, a planeswalker reprint yeah. in every deck before, right? And these are good planeswalkers. Yeah. This is one of those cards that you see very, very often, especially in green heavy decks. The first card we're talking about is Garrick Primal Hunter. So he makes beast tokens and he also has card draw on him. So you could play him for five mana and just use him to card draw up to, you know, sometimes you can get six, seven cards off of this. And five mana in green to do that is really good rate. Yeah, gets your populate thing going. I do want to say this card was uh, previewed by the NGA forums. Um, this is a, about a $7 card. Mm-hmm. There are a number of cards in this deck that are like 6 to $7. Yeah, just because they haven't been reprinted recently. Yeah. And they're just, in general, good cards. Uh, the next card on the list is a really good card in a populate token deck. Maybe yeah. not a regular token deck, but a populate <laughs> token deck. Yeah, like one one's running around with yeah. this card. Yeah, it's not very momentous. It's Momentous Fall. <laughs> it's two green green for an instant. As an additional cost to cast it, you have to sacrifice a creature. But then you draw cards equal to the sacrifice creature's power and gain life equal to its toughness. Wow. Even just with Girid, if you sacrifice the 4-4 Rhino, you gain four life, draw four cards. Seems great. No, it's an instant, too. Yes. So you can attack with Girid. The Rhino gets blocked. You'd be like, well, you know what? I'm just going to sacrifice it, gain four life, draw four cards, instant speed. And it was a, basically a free token that Girid created. And this neat. card was getting, a, you know, it's 4 or $5. So Yeah, it was from Zendikar originally, right? I think so. I believe so. so. It looks like it. Yeah, it wasn't very long until the elves had developed a use for every part of the Eldrazi. Ew. Oh, gosh. Well, probably Zendikar then, because Eldrazi. Yeah. It's like Pacific Rim where they're harvesting the, uh, the kaiju. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the next card is Dragon Master Outcast. This is one red for a 1-1. One, one. It's a human shaman, but it says, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control six or more lands, create a 5-5 five, five red dragon creature token with flying. Now, yeah. that's a card. I, I mean, that's a token I want to populate. Yeah, it's also a card that you hope makes it back to your turn. But in general, it only costs you one man to play this card and it has a huge impact. So if someone's wasting removal on it, it actually feels pretty good. Yeah, it's not the worst. Because the worst. they probably spent at least, well, they definitely spent at least as much mana as you did, but probably more. Yeah. yeah to yeah, get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Um, and that card was getting around the $3 range as well. But great card in limited and pretty good in commander. The only problem is waiting for your upkeep is always tough. Yeah. But even just doing it once, and if you're ramping in a deck like this, you're going to get those lands out. Yep. Next up, we got Trostani, Selesnia's voice. Green, green, white, white. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under control, you gain life equal to that creature's toughness. It's pretty good. And especially if you're populating big, huge creatures. And Trostani herself can also tap for one, a green, and a white, and populate. So, very Perfect for card. the deck, right? Yeah. And a very strong deck in its own right. I also like, and we haven't mentioned this yet for the decks, but there's a lot of sort of alternate art being used on these. So mm-hmm. I think this is from a guild kit, this art. It's yeah. not the you know original Tristani art. And we're going to talk about another card a little bit later that I think is a promo art. So they've been, Yeah, I love that art. Yeah, it's cool that they've been sort of getting some of that other art out there into the world. Yeah, people don't know this commander is like when they, they have like a slush pile of art that they can't use in other places or it just didn't match. And the commander the products are usually a great place for them to like find a cool place to use that stuff. Yeah, it's cool that they're taking advantage of that. Uh, yeah. The next card... That's being reprinted in this deck, and it's one of the most played green cards. Maybe one of the most played cards in all of Commander. It's Beast Within. Pretty good. This is green's catch-all removal answer. It's two and a green for an instant. Destroy target permanent. Hey. Its controller creates a 3-3 green beast creature token. Very few green cards will destroy creatures. Uh, Yeah. So this is like... Hard to replace, irreplaceable, I would say, in mono green decks and decks that don't have other great removal colors. Mm-hmm. Beast Within is your go-to because well, it's permanent removal, right? Red's not hanging yeah. out and taking out enchantments anytime soon. Exactly, so. and you can get rid of lands if you have to. But for green specifically, they have trouble just reaching out and getting rid of a creature, and that does it. And also, in a pinch, 
Oh. You could do your own thing, right? Make a 3-3 that you can then populate. Because that will be, I think, an issue with the deck sometimes when you're playing it. I have all these populate cards. I don't have a token yet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope you don't get there. But it could be a, a great way to also get a blocker in the pinch. This next one was previewed by our friend, the godfather, Sheldon Menery of the Rules Committee. Shamanic Revelation. <laughs> I'm going to make you a revelation you can't reveal. day of my revelation. <laughs> my daughter's revelation. Three green green for a sorcerer. You draw a card for each creature you control and has ferocious, which is a extra thing that happens. You gain four life for each creature you control with power four or greater. Um, n- n- I actually don't love this card in this deck because it's trying. It's not trying to go wide, so you're not right. like playing 50 tokens, drawing a bunch. But the gain life is is interesting. Now we've already seen two, three cards here that will gain you life. Uh, so good, good card draw. I, this card I've seen pop up more and more. I think Graham played it in his Bears Bear yeah. Force One deck, and it, it just is good value. I think don't people, remind me. yeah, I think people <laughs> have this tendency to want to draw like 10, 10 cards off it. If you get three or four cards, it's totally fine. Three or four cards gain gain eight, eight life. Yeah, that I mean that's a that's a decent card. Again, in green card draw is just hard to come by. So yep, yeah. Uh, this next card is the one I was referring to that has the a promo, promo art, art yeah. on it. So it's Sakura Tribe Elder, one in a green for a one one snake shaman you can sacrifice it and then it basically rampant grows you search your library for a basic land card put that card onto the battlefield it tapped and then shuffle your library you i know, love this card i mean this card can go in any deck with green right it's yeah. just going to be good in those decks never mind if you can reanimate it or whatever well, you're not casting rampant growth in, at instant speed and this gives you a blocker that you can use yep. to sacrifice other things if you absolutely have to but by itself it can also just sit there block and go get you a land and I don't know about you, I got Secure Tribe Builder in a lot of decks, and mm-hmm. maybe I want to upgrade a couple of them to this to this cool art. New art, right? <laughs> just, just small upsides. Yeah. Uh, here's a card that I think needs to see more play. It's Angel of Sanctions. I really love this card. Yeah. Three white, white, three, four creature angel. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile target non-land permanent and the opponent controls until it leaves the battlefield. Um, now, normally those kinds of effects are like, oh, well, the creature dies, it goes away. Well, guess what? It has Embalm, so five and a white. You get to exile this card from your graveyard, and you create a token that's a copy of it except it's a white zombie angel with no mana cost and you can only embalm as a sorcery so you get to do this twice but the second time you actually create a token that when you populate it starts exiling tons of things yeah this card's super good in the deck and i I agree with you i think it's just kind of a little bit underplayed in general yeah because normally this card's a little iffy because they remove the angel the thing comes back but the embalm means you get to do it again and so it's card advantage it's removal i think it's very strong and you get to populate yep. that token all right the next card uh i th- believe this is new, new art yeah it's newish it's not the original art that's for sure yeah i think it's new but okay sorry if i'm wrong about that <laughs> it's three mana for an artifact it's mimic vat it has imprint whenever a non-token creature dies you can exile that card anybody's non-token creature not mm-hmm. just yours and then if you do, return each other card exiled with Mimic Vat to its owner's graveyard. So you can only have one card exiled under Mimic Vat uh, at a time. But you pay three and tap the Mimic Vat, and you create a token that's a copy of the exiled card with, with Mimic Vat. So let's say Jimmy's Angel of Sanction dies. When it hits the graveyard, I can say, oh, I'm going to exile that instead. And now it's kind of under my Mimic Vat, and every time I pay three and tap the Mimic Vat, I make a token copy of the Angel of Sanctions. However, it says exile that token at the beginning of the next end step. Right. So it kind of comes out, you can use it because it has haste, and then it goes away. However, if you could populate it or something in the interim, the populated token would stick around forever. Yeah, it doesn't have the extra mimic vat text yeah. or the the you know the thing that says exile at the end of combat. A lot of fun fun things to do here with that. I mean it's really good with 
Gerard. 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 I always want to say Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> I don't know why. Gerard Capuchin. <laughs> Conclave Exile. Um, all right. The last card we're going to talk oh, about Oh, one here, of our preview cards. One of our preview cards. A card that I wish I could play more of, and now I get a chance to because it's being printed here. Second Harvest. Two green green for an instant. For each token you control, create a token that's a copy of that permanent. So this is like the big time finisher. Yeah. Or just the accelerate my board state. Even if you're getting like two tokens off of this, if they're giant 4-4s four or if they have triggered abilities like Angel of Sanctions or Enter the Battlefield abilities, then you're going to get a ton of value off of this. It's instant speed too. I really like that. So yeah. your board can look like mildly threatening, but like something that as an opponent, I'm like, okay, I have a little bit of time to deal with it. It's scary now, but not like life threatening. Yeah. And then crazy. on end step before their turn, they go, no, I double the amount of tokens. And now you're like, crap. Uh oh. Yeah. Cause now you're going to untap and swing with all that stuff right away. Yeah. Yeah. I like second harvest a lot. Um, that's the highlights we're going to go over for this quick little video. Again, you can find the full deck list uh, in the links below the show notes. But I just, we just want to say just the reprints from this deck. We did the math, and they come in at around $70. That's not counting the new cards. Yeah. Uh, so pretty good value. That's really good value. Yeah. Um, not- That's obviously before everybody knows about the cards and the prices are going to fluctuate based on, like, you know, as soon as you spoil the fact that Garrick is in this deck, Garrick's price is going to drop. But right. that doesn't mean you're not getting the value that if they Even didn't reprint it. Even if it halves it, 35 bucks, that's going to be close to MSRP, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, we've seen great value so far out of all the decks. Uh, I'm very happy that that's the case. And who knows of the new cards? You know, again, you get three of the uh, sort of premium foils that are in the deck. so They're, they're all going to be worth something, yeah, for yeah, sure. they're all going to definitely be worth something. All right. Well, let's talk about how this deck plays. Josh and I got to play test a bunch of these a couple of weekends ago just to sort of see how they work, how they function with each other. And I would say this is the fastest deck of all of them. This is the scary deck at the start of the early in the game. You're always yeah. keeping your eye on this deck being like, how big is it getting? How fast? And there's many points where you're like, rut row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the giant? Oh, my gosh. It's huge. It's going to murder all of us. If they populate once, then all of a sudden they're going to have 28 power on the it's board. It's really and it's hard turn to block Yeah. 2-5. He just kind of gets in there. And there's always one player that Garrett can swing at. So yeah. it's just very easy for this to get out of control fast. Yeah, and the threats are big and they're very intimidating. And the after they populate three or four times, having single target removal looks really bad against it. Yeah, uh, in the in all the games when you're not playing this deck, you're you need a board wipe to take care of this deck, or at least yeah. knock it back long enough for you to get back in it. This deck almost always would get out to the fastest start in all the games. Yeah, it kind of has its own engine as well, mm-hmm. given that Geared is one of the few commanders in this in the, the all of Commander 2019 that does everything. It does the thing that it wants you to do, and then it takes advantage of the thing that it does naturally on the card. Right, it has the payoff as well yeah. as the engine. Yeah, I like that. Speaking of payoffs, if you don't find the token payoffs in this deck, or if you only draw the populate cards without the tokens, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, we, we did see this happen a couple of times where the deck would get off to a decent start start a couple of key removal spells or a board wipe would happen and then the deck might sit there being like i need to be able to create a token before mm-hmm. the rest of my cards start doing stuff again and so that could be a problem yeah, yeah. and you're, when you're recasting your general for seven mana you're not going to be able to t- populate on that same turn so it definitely like sets you back significantly because the engine is so big to begin with it is fun to play i would recommend like stick you know you have to play it like an aggro deck yeah if you want to win with this deck you need to like Sick on one player, take them out, then take out the other ones. And don't feel bad. Take out the one with the board wipe. Yeah. Get rid of them as soon as possible. <laughs> That's true. Go through our stats, find out who has the most board wipes, <laughs> and then take that player off first, then the next, then the next. I like that. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for our quick discussion of the Naya Populate deck. Come back tomorrow, though, to our channel because we are going to be unveiling the full deck list for the fourth and final Commander 2019 Ooh. pre-con. So you don't want to miss that. 
All right, our editors for the show are Ashlyn Rose and Jake Buss. And special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who does the living card animations behind us, as well as the beginning and end of every show on YouTube.com slash Command Zone Podcast. You can find Jeffrey at Living Cards MTG on Twitter. All right, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. (laughs) (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.